Welcome to Rhode Island's Church and State Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Jessica. We're a husband and wife podcast. He's a pastor and I'm a state senator. So you've been warned. We're about to talk politics and religion. And anything else that might get us canceled. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Today, just a full disclosure, we've got the kids home. So you may hear some chatter or wrestling in the background. Everything's okay here at the Dela Cruz household. But um, we are going to talk about Jessica's first op-ed. Before we get into the op-ed itself, Jess, what was it like putting this together? Well, it's something I'm passionate about. So I was happy to put it together, but I did go through so many edits. If people could see how many edits, they'd be surprised. But I wanted to make sure it was just right, that every word was intentional and that it was carefully crafted. So I did go through a lot of edits. And truth be told, I was going to release this uh, last year, but COVID happened and it just wasn't the right time at that point. And since we've resumed, um, you know, uh, sessions and committees, I figured now's the time. I just submitted the legislation. So why not have uh, an op-ed to go with it? Awesome. All right. And the title of the op-ed is? It's time to update Rhode Island's gun laws. Okay. So what specifically are you trying to update? What what kind of, um, uh, what laws need to be changed, amended, dropped? Yeah. So there are two specifically in the bill. The first portion of the bill would allow for individuals to own, possess a taser or stun gun, which is currently illegal in Rhode Island. And uh, the other aspect of the bill would um, would be that if you were denied a license to carry a concealed weapon, that you would not go immediately to the Supreme Court for an appeals. You would have an appeal process before getting to the Supreme Court. I see. All right. So there are two issues. There's the appeal process needs to be amended. Right. Well, let's first talk about the um, this uh, stun gun and, and taser portion. You mentioned in Rhode Island, you can't have it. What um, is is there an actual law that says stun guns and tasers are forbidden? You you will you can spend uh, time in jail for that. You'll jail time and a fine if wow. you own a taser or a stun gun in Rhode Island. Wow. Yeah. And so is that something that was intentional, or is it just something like a holdover, a leftover from some bygone error? It's just it's an archaic law. It, I think also ha- happens that you just individuals don't understand why someone might need a taser or a stun gun, right? Okay. You, Someone may want to carry a concealed weapon and they have a firearm, but not everybody's comfortable carrying a firearm. Mm-hmm. You know, there may be individuals that want to maybe something's happened to them in the past and they want to protect themselves, but they don't want to use lethal force. I see. Like guns for some people are just scary. Um, exactly. Whereas a stun gun or taser, it, it might not be as in, uh, as intimidating to use. Exactly. Okay. And there's the argument that oh, well, tasers and stun guns are lethal. Well, you know, is the probability that someone will die if they are tased or, or have a stun gun used on them? Possibly if they, you know, maybe have a heart condition or, but the likelihood that they die is so small and infinitesimal compared to the use of a firearm. Okay. So if someone says, well, you know, tasers and stun guns are lethal, let's be honest, they're not as lethal as a firearm. Right. You know, there is a probability, yes, but sure. the likelihood firearm, is very small. A, a traditional firearm, it just, it seems like it's designed to kill. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Where a stun gun is designed to stun, you right. know? This is an area I don't know as much about as you do. So um, I'm just kind of asking you questions here. But um, w- what's been the main argument behind 
um, forbidding the use of stun guns and tasers. You know, has there been one, you know, as you're talking to your colleagues or other people? Sure. You know, in committee, I'll ask and no one really gives a straight answer. It's more, you know, it's an unknown. So people all may feel like, oh, we just don't know enough about it. And so it's, it's scary. And, hmm. you know, when you immediately think of, of a firearm, you think, you know, it, it's scary. You know, people, mm -hmm. people say, well, why do you need one? Well, you know, again, I, I know individuals who've been assaulted and, um, women who have been raped and they want the ability to protect themselves and we should give them all the options that are available. And, you know, here's the other thing I put in my, uh, op-ed was that, uh, there are two court cases, uh, district of Columbia versus Heller and Catano versus Massachusetts. That where, was a big one. I remember the Heller yeah. case, right? Mm -hmm. Where they assert that the second amendment extends to instruments that weren't bearable arms say when our founding fathers uh crafted the second amendment okay even those that weren't in existing at the time of the founding are still permissible yeah it seems obvious right because the second amendment doesn't just um cover muskets it right. covers any other firearm that may have been created or improved upon machine guns and sure. some machine guns second amendment all right <laughs> that's another conversation for okay. a different day right um let's back up here talking about the Stun, use of stun guns and tasers in the uh in in, in the it sounds like everything's okay just heard a just giant crash door slammed okay. upstairs <laughs> okay making sure a kid didn't get tossed out the window um what about other states are other states starting to update their laws to allow for <laughs> that's a great question i'm laughing but yes other okay. states are sorry go ahead and finish your question no I, tell us about that like what uh, what are other states doing as far as stun guns and tasers are, uh, are are talked about? I'm so glad you asked. Yeah, in 2018, three states, Rhode Island, Hawaii, and New York, were the only ones to um, to ban those uh, electronic arms. And now we are with two states that are banning electronic arms, which is uh, Rhode Island and Hawaii, because New York's federal court struck down the ban because it was unconstitutional. Okay, so. If somebody were to challenge the stun gun and uh, taser uh, law that forbids the possession of it, mm -hmm. in all likelihood, that court would follow the precedent from that federal court uh, that ruled in favor of allowing the the use of or the the possession of a stun gun and taser. So you're trying to you're trying to update the law before we end up getting sued. And but we are being sued. Oh, yes. Talk about that. So the bill was submitted and there was opposition um, from some groups. And so the bill. What never, bill? Oh, the, my this, taser this stun bill. gun okay. bill. Yeah. So I submitted it uh, my freshman term, those two years. I'm submitting it again. Um, so this will be the third year. And it went before, it's now in, in Rhode Island. It's being heard in Rhode Island courts right now. And the, the, uh, what's it called? The attorney general, excuse me. Wait, I don't know the why. bill is being heard? In Not the bill, excuse me, the law. Oh, I the see. The law is okay. being challenged. And so the attorney general had mentioned that one of the bills that they would be willing to support was mine hmm. because it would update the law. And so they wanted like a stay of action to say, let the legislature take care of it. But the lawsuit's saying, well, we gave the legislature a chance, but they didn't want to touch it okay. because law enforcement or other groups don't want to pass 
this law to pass. Well, I think that's pretty telling. If uh, Attorney General Narona is in favor of seeing your bill uh, you know, be codified into state law and allow for the possession of stun guns and tasers, it sounds like it's just a matter of time before the rest of the General Assembly agrees with him. Well, I don't know if he does support my bill. Um, but hopefully he does because it's a good bill. It's sensible. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I wrote um, it. So of course it is. <laughs> I okay. actually, um, had, uh, I reached out to the second amendment coalition and said, Hey, this is something that's important to me because they knew what happened to me having to take my case to the Rhode Island Supreme court. Mm -hmm. So, um, very thankful to have those guys work on that piece of legislation. Well, let's talk about it. That's the second portion of your op-ed first portion, stun gun tasers. Let's, um, allow people to, to own these. Mm -hmm. Um, and the second part of your op-ed was to revise the the appeal process. So right now, if someone wants to buy a gun, they can apply and, and buy a gun. But this isn't just purchasing a gun. You're talking about wanting to carry a gun uh, in a concealed fashion, right? This CCW license. Right. Mm -hmm. right now, if you want to do that, you've got to apply. And if you're denied, what happens? If you're denied, your only recourse is to go to the Rhode Island Supreme Court. Okay. There is no appeals process, and um, it's it's a lengthy process. It's cost prohibitive for most people, and quite frankly, most people don't want their name in the newspaper. I remember my name on the front page of the Pro Joe, you mm -hmm. know, and I wasn't thrilled about it. And there are people who don't want to let their employers know, their family, or for whatever reason. Um, that they're out there trying to obtain a license to carry a concealed firearm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you would uh, amend this appeal process. It wouldn't go right to the state Supreme Court, the right. highest court in the state, but instead you want, you're suggesting it be heard by some lower court. Do you have they, any idea? Yeah, they would be able to appeal the decision to the attorney general, but um, take it to district court. And I would encourage everyone to read the bill. And if you have any questions, reach out to me. If you want to support it, let how, me know. How can they find the bill? They can find it on the Rhode Island Legislature's website if they click on legislation. Mm -hmm. And they, they can, can search, search by, by uh, Prime Sponsor, which right. would be me, and uh, it will come right up. Good. Do you have any uh, co-sponsors to this legislation? I do. I don't remember them off the top of my head, but one of them would be Senator Rogers. Um, and then I've got a couple of Democrats. It's a bipartisan piece of legislation. That's I always, always try good. to get, you know, both sides on there. I, it, it feels like it's, um, it, truly one of those common sense pieces of gun legislation, because mm. we can already see the, the, how the courts are ruling when it comes to stun guns and tasers. Uh, so it just feels like a matter of time. And then it, um, it does seem like, uh, like the appeal process is, uh, it, it, it needs a little more thought applied to it. You know, the fact sure. that someone has to go immediately to the state Supreme Court um, does seem, uh, I don't want to say outrageous, but it. I, I remember when you and I went through that process, I was surprised that because you were denied a license to carry, suddenly we're, we're right in the state Supreme exactly. Court. Exactly. Jeez. Yeah, it's zero to 100, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, and I would also point out that a licensed carry concealed weapon is different than obtaining a pistol for home protection. The process is completely different. Right. One is your blue card, which that's uh, you, you, you read a book, you take a test, you make sure you understand how to, you know, the basics of, of, a, of a firearm. 
-hmm. and you, you can background check background check then there's a waiting period mm -hmm. then you're able to pick up your firearm right. but license to carry a concealed firearm is all that plus you need to fill out an application there's a fee more background checks careful inspection of a certified instructor and array instructor numerous references and again even if you're squeaky clean like i was and you can check off all the boxes like i did mm -hmm. you can it's it's so likely it's probable that you will not be granted the ability to carry a concealed firearm yeah and i would suggest if you haven't heard jessica's story and why she ran for state senate her um her second amendment story is is a big piece or a big part of that that uh, story so i certainly uh, encourage you to check out that that episode i think it's episode two yeah right well um in all honesty, what do you think the likelihood is of this this bill being heard in a committee and then coming out of committee, making it to the floor and becoming codified into, into state law? Well, there are a couple of ways it could go. I keep submitting the legislation until it passes. Um, the the uh, litigants that brought the, the case uh, against the state of Rhode Island win and it becomes law that tasers and stun guns are legal. Or... Um, in the future, um, one of the uh, Democrats in the Senate can take a copy of my legislation and use it for themselves and get it passed in their name. So there, there are a couple of ways this could happen. Does that happen? Where a, oh where yes, a, a Republican <laughs> oh, yes. has a really good piece of legislation, and then because they're a Republican, all it just... the time. Wow. Yes. Well, that'll definitely be an episode in the future. I want to hear more about what legislation really came out of the Republican office of the Republican party and just yeah. kind of got hijacked. And, um, they, they, they took out some, I can give you a list white out and just put on another person. Maybe <laughs> like they'll, they'll submit it one year and then the following year, someone will submit I see. an identical piece of legislation. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, all right. So you feel like eventually it's going to happen. Just seems like a matter of time, whether it's you or a Democrat or even the courts have to step in. I never want to see the courts in all honesty. I don't want to see the courts legislating on things like this. It really should be up to the general assembly to do the right thing and make sure that our laws reflect the constitution mm -hmm. and, um, and court precedent and what, what's happening even around the country. Um, well, you're obviously committed to getting this passed. So if, um, as we're kind of wrapping this up, if someone wanted to help you in this, what could they do? How could someone help you get this bill passed into state law? It's really important to be engaged. And before I ran for office, I was, um, one of those individuals that would go to the state house for rallies. I would, um, contact my legislators. And so I would say, you know, contact the Senate president contact the chair of the Judiciary Committee um, and also your local um, senator and uh, rep at the General Assembly. Okay. Do you have a petition that was out there? I did have a petition and I will have to put one up on the on our website. Yeah. Uh, can they access your petition in, on uh, Jessica RI, Jessica4ri.com? They can, yes. It'll be up. Cool. Mm -hmm. All right. So you've got a few different Thanks things. Thanks for directing them to that. I well, appreciate that. This is this is why we're we're uh, this is why I'm here. Yeah, you're more um, than just a handsome face to look at. Uh, all right, so I would definitely encourage people contact their own lawmaker, uh, check out Jessica4ri.com, sign that petition, 
and uh, make sure you add your add your name. I think they can also sign up for updates, right? So that when this is being heard, if somebody wanted to testify yes. at the state house, yep. is that happening? Can people with the pandemic and everything can they still offer testimony? So they can offer testimony, but unfortunately, it's not in person. It would have to be either written or um, they can call in. But here's the thing that really. I'm happy that they have those options, but a lot of people don't testify when they come to the state house. There's a sea of yellow thousands, and I'm not exaggerating when mm -hmm. I say thousands of individuals that show up to the state house. And just that visual says something right. without actually speaking any words. Mm -hmm. So um, I hope to see the legislature get back to normal as soon as possible because I do believe it's a First Amendment issue. Yeah. First or second? Oh, first and second. First and second. Yeah, we got both of them. Exercising right. your First Amendment right to protect your Second Amendment right. <laughs> Very true. All right. Well, I want to thank you guys for listening. Stick around for Jessica's quotation of the week. Today's closing quote comes from Thomas Jefferson. Laws that forbid the carrying of arms disarm only those who are neither inclined nor determined to commit crimes. Thanks again for listening. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, help us by subscribing and sharing these episodes. And for more content, check out churchandstateri.com.